to another episode of Another Mother Podcast, a safe place for blended families to unravel the blended chaos and share lessons learned, the good, the bad, and the high conflict. I'm your host, Dana. I've been struggling and confused stepmom for over eight years now, and I'm finally feeling like I'm starting to find my groove while flailing and failing along the way. So let's grab a drink and talk some shit. Oh my God, you guys, Merry Christmas. I am so happy to be back. I am also very exhausted. I am also just getting over having a cold um, and just kind of still in that limbo that everybody talks about, about being in between Christmas and New Year's. Um, Normally, I don't take any time off um, from my day day job, um, but this week has just been so cold. I haven't been able to work outside, therefore, I've been off. So I've been just, you know, pittering, pattering, whatever you, however you say it, around the house, um, just kind of going room to room, kind of unboxing all the gifts and what have you, and just kind of getting the house back to normalcy. Um so yeah, like I hope everybody had a great Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you were able to at least have some time off. I think that's wonderful too. And just spend some time with your family or your loved ones. Um, our Christmas, just like I thought I had it under control, but I don't, I, I didn't. Um, I don't know if anybody else can relate, but I feel like I, I swung and missed on a lot of things and I just thought, I don't know. I guess I thought I had everything lined up pretty perfectly, but again, I didn't. Um, it wasn't my most successful Christmas. Um, and I don't just mean that in, in gift giving or anything like that, but like, I mean, we had, we celebrated our first Christmas with my in-laws on the 23rd, 24th. Um, for anybody who listens to me all the time, you know, that that is a little bit of a touchy subject for me. Um, we get along really well, but we just, again, we just have different values and different ways that we celebrate things. And so that was a bit crazy. Um, my in-laws house was so full of family and every room was taken that of course me and my family ended up sleeping in the trailer which is normally fine, but it was like minus 46. It was so crazy. And my kids were just getting over having a cold. We ended up getting the cold and it just like, it just, it just was crazy. Um, <laughs> so that was great. We were able to celebrate my birthday early just because my birthday is actually on Christmas. I know. So you can send me some tissues. Um, but yeah, it, it ended up going pretty well. Um, and I would say this was like the best Christmas for my bonus daughter and my son. Um, man, they were just like attached at the hip this whole holiday season. Um, I've never seen anything like it. Like ever since she turned 12 and he turned eight, like I feel like they wanted nothing to do with each other. And they were just like, ugh, like kind of disgusted to have the other um, sibling in their presence, but man, they got along so well. They were playing games together. They were giggling all over the house. Like we would offer to like, Oh, like, Hey, let's play this. Let's do a game. Let's do this. And they're like, no, we actually have other things going on, but thanks. And it was just insane. Like I couldn't believe it. We we're like, Oh my God, are we dreaming? Like that's how good they were getting along. And for a 12 year old girl 
almost 13 and an eight-year-old boy to get along like that's saying something to me that I don't know it was just so amazing and I feel like that was one of the best things that happened our whole Christmas break um so there were a few things that I wanted to kind of talk to with, with you guys about. Cause again, like I'm telling you right now, we, I don't have a great relationship with my bonus daughter's mom. Um, it's not that it's horrible. We just don't speak, um, unless we absolutely have to, um, which we can do. Um, and we have been like before this last year, we've been pretty like my spouse and her have been pretty high conflict, haven't been able to get along about anything. We've been in and out of court and arbitration and what have you. So it's been rough. Um, this year was, we kind of flipped everything around. We had my bonus daughter for Christmas. Um, and that was also because her um, bio mom and her husband were going away on a trip, which was fine. And I usually board dogs over Christmas. I usually have, you know, a two or three at the most at the house, um, that I have on a regular basis. And my bonus daughter is always, always, always begging her mom. Like when you go on a trip, can we please have, you know, the dog that they have over there? Can we have her over at our place? And her mom always says no. And, you know, like that's her right. And that's fine. I don't know what she, what her reasoning is. It's, you know, part of what I do for a living. So it's, you know, obviously a dog is a dog and I, I love dogs and that's why I do what I do. Um, but again, it just didn't happen this time. So instead their dog stayed at grandma's house, which was great. Like my bonus daughter's grandma. Um, and so my bonus daughter was like, Hey, like, um, she texted her grandma and was just like, Hey, can we pick up my dog and take her for a walk with all the other dogs that Dana has? And grandma said yes. And her mom said yes. So she was able to like spend the whole day with her dog, which was really, really nice. Um, she's just kind of, it just seems like the dog on her mom's side is kind of like her comfort. And, um, she was really, really looking forward to having her with us for Christmas, but unfortunately it just didn't work out. And you know, that's her mom's, her mom's choice. She is allowed to, you know, say no and like take, put her to a place where, you know, she knows and she's comfortable and what have you. But so we were able to pick her up for the day. And I just thought that was a really big step. Um, you know, she hung out with us all day. We did, two walks, one in the morning, one in the evening, and then we dropped her back off at the grandma's. So that was super, I don't know, to me, that was just a huge um, change for us. And that was just like a, another baby step um, in our blended family with co-parenting with the other parents. So I thought that was a huge plus on our end for sure. And it just like put a huge smile on her face, which I just thought that was priceless too. So she knows that we, you know, we were able to meet her dog. We love her dog too. And, you know, she was able to show us kind of all the silly things that she does as well. So that was awesome. Um, so, the, I mean, I guess that's two great things. We have the puppy um, that was able to come over. The bonding time between my bonus daughter and my son was absolutely unreal. Then, then, so my bonus daughter, my son, and my two nieces always do like a Christmas play or a Christmas performance of some kind for the family, which is always so cute. Um my she my bonus daughter didn't want to be a part of the last one that the 
the three of them did together. Um, and it was, it was a disaster. It was cute, but it was a disaster. So this Christmas one, my bonus daughter decided I will direct, I will be the director. I will give you guys your lines. We will come up with a storyline, a plot, this, this, and this. She organized it. They organized it for the last like month and a half. And they performed for us for Christmas. That was hysterical. There was so many like, you know, shutting off the lights and dimming it down. And, you know, enters this next person. And, you know, she's just waking up and they're kind of moving furniture around. Like, you know, as if we were in a real play and they're kind of like transitioning into the next scene. So that was adorable. Um, My son's face was painted fully blue because he was, I believe he was Jack Frost, like an evil Jack Frost of some kind. And then my two nieces were kind of just dressed up as like cutesy little girls. Like my bonus daughter did their hair, their makeup um and everything and it was like it was honestly one of the cutest funniest things I film everything and I'll I just never want to forget it I always want to have it on hand so that we can always remember you know just like those those days just pass right on by and it's just something I never want to forget so that was really cool and also just not only because they all work together but just because again my bonus daughter could care less she'd rather just like you know, linger around the adults, like most of the time, like this has been something we've really had to talk to her about, like, hey, we love you. Everybody loves having you around. But like, again, you're still a kid. And your cousins really look up to you and want to play with you and your brother loves it too. Um, and, And this just wasn't something that was forced. She was happy to do it. She was excited to do it. And like, they all couldn't have been they were all on cloud nine, the fact that they're older cousin, their older sister were like really wanting to spend the time helping them make this play. So that was also really fucking awesome to me. Um, next up on the positivity list, cause that's what I do now. Um, positive Dana, um, even though some things were shitty, <laughs> um, was right after that play. So my husband's grandma, so my kid's great grandma, um, she was there with us, which was wonderful. She's always been nothing but lovely to my son. Again, if you're a new listener, my son um, is not my spouse's biological son. Um, we ended up, we, we met very, when he was very, very young, he was only a little baby. And so he's, that's like his dad. So technically there's no blood relation there with the grandparents and stuff. Um, She's always been super lovely and welcoming. The whole family has when it comes to myself and my son. Um, And they've always been really lovely, but there's never really been like that super big, like bonding moment. Um, It's just hasn't been there. And it's not, it's not anything to do with anything. I don't think it's just like, we're far away and he's a boy and like girls are especially doted on in that family. So I think with a boy, it's kind of like, well, what do we do with him? Right? Like, what do we do? I don't know. Um, so this time, so my son has been like desperately, desperately wanting a drum set. We told him he, you know, we want you to continue your piano lessons. We think that would be a good thing to do because there's no, we've been told there's nothing better to do than to just start out with playing piano, keep taking it and you can move to different instruments. You could also keep continue, but there's no greater fundamental instrument than the piano. Um, 
So we said by the time you're 10, if you're still interested, then yeah, we'll look into doing drum lessons and you can pursue that as well. He's obsessed with it. He's don't judge me as a parent, but he's obsessed with Blink-182, which I find hysterical because I was also obsessed with Blink-182 when I was young. Um, and I still love them very much. And he just finds Travis Barker's drumming just like the absolute, he's so intrigued by how he plays. Like he will study how he plays. Um, so this year his aunties got him an electronic drum set, which I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with that, but it's just a flat surface. It, it can lay down on a desk, on the floor, any surface at all, um, comes with drumsticks. It comes with, I think five little circles that each represent, um, a different drum or, um, tambour. What am I trying to say? Like a symbol. Um, so anyway, so he got that, he lost his mind. He was so excited about it. And so he's just been playing that ever since my, or my, my, I guess their great grandma had gone downstairs while he was playing on his drum. She decided to hop on the keyboard and start playing a Christmas tune. So he played along with her with the drum to that they played and they had a blast so much so that after this play that the little kids had put on, um, great grandma stands up and it's like, Aiden and I have a, have a special treat for all of you. So we're going to do that. So uh, she hops on over to the keyboard. He brings his drum set. And I tell ya, it was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Um, I was almost in tears only because I was like, oh, they, there's that bond. There it is. You know, like there it is. I was so just happy because, you know, there's a part of me that because, you know, my my own family isn't around very much. It's just my dad. And, you know, he's not always, you know, he's not on the super like um, just involved side, I guess I should say. Um, my family... The rest of my family all live in Ontario. Again, they're not super involved. My son's biological um, dad side of the family, like they're all gone. No one contacts us. So it's always just kind of been us two floating around. And so to see that bonding time between great grandma and him, like I will never forget that. Again, I videoed it. I will never forget it. I just like appreciated it so much. And then, you know, just afterwards, great grandma came up to me and just said like how impressed she was, you know, how musical he is and how he can, you know, like he's going to be a wonderful music musician when he's older. And she just, you know, told us, you know, just keep at it, keep letting him, you know, express himself through music. And I just took that as such a compliment and, you know, not too many people will, you know, just go out of the, out of nowhere and say that to us. So that was also just a really special moment to me. And it's just something I'll never forget. Again, I could have gotten zero presents this Christmas and had still been blown away. Like I just, I was so impressed. It's like, it's those little moments, you know, that being said, I did get some pretty sweet swag, um, from everybody. But again, those were my, those were like my top special moments um for Christmas this year again it was just something there was just something about it that it was just like oh everyone's being so lovely and sweet to each other and there was just different levels of bonding which I thought was amazing too so there those are my positive moments I don't always have a ton of those 
but I do. I made sure I wrote them down. I was like, I have to share this on the podcast. So there you have it. Um, that being said, it was also kind of weird this year. I don't know if anybody else's kids are in that weird new, um, <coughs> excuse me, in that new kind of transition. Um, my bonus daughter, she's 12 going on 13. This year, there were like zero toys, you guys. There were zero toys. She wanted a room makeover. So she basically got just a bunch of things for her room to, you know, make it super cool and festive and, you know, like she's a big girl. And um, so that was pretty awesome. She was, she actually left to go back to her mom's on the 26th. So I spent a lot of time actually on the 25th, just, you know, helping her put everything up and take everything out and kind of helping her build. She got a new big mirror that actually is a jewelry box as well. So you can open it up and hang all your jewelry. It's got all these like LED lights around it. It's actually really freaking sweet. So I spent a lot of time just helping her with that just because I knew she was going back to her mom's and I wanted her to be able to kind of have her room put together a little bit before she went. And then oddly enough, my son, who is just, He's just absolutely obsessed with, you know, Nerf guns, um, pellet guns, you name it. Like anything that he can aim at, he's into it. He has a bow and arrow. He has his own little BB gun. Um, so this year, without asking, <laughs> he was given um, a compound bow, which is freaking sweet. It's so cute. It's so amazing. And I'm so excited for him to try it out when it gets warmer and it's not minus fucking 40. Um, and then my dad ended up giving him his old pellet gun that has a scope on it, which he doesn't have a scope. So he was super psyched about that. <coughs> Excuse me. I have a tickle in my throat. And he was given my dad's old utility knife too, which I thought was pretty crazy. Again, we're not somebody who just lets them have these things um, and kind of lets them go willy nilly. We, you know, we discuss safety with these things all the time. And there's a time and a place. And as much as they seem like toys, they're not, they can actually do a lot of harm. So we do a lot of safety. Um, but my son's goal when he's older is to be able to go hunting. Um, I actually used to hunt myself. Um, it seems like a lifetime ago, but it's true. I used to hunt. And I do think it's something that's important that, um, I should be teaching him again in the future. So um, I think all these things will help him um, just kind of have a better knowledge um, around when it comes to hunting. So I, I'm really excited. I, I am. I'm really excited. The kid got spoiled this year. Um, they did really, really amazing. And they all, we're all really happy with everything they got. Um, to me, just way overkill, of course. Extended family always goes way overkill. So we tend to just kind of keep things pretty chill on our end. But uh it was a great Christmas. Um, I am so excited. I want to hear about your guys' Christmas. So again, feel free to go on the page. Feel free to um, go to the website. Go to anothermotherpodcast.ca. You can go on there and um, just in the contact form, just tell me about I would love to hear how things went. Um, this was our first year really not dealing with any drama, um, which was really nice. Um, uh, I'm doing a blog here and it should be published here pretty soon. It's just been hard with, you know, of course, Christmas and everything. And I'm trying to work, but I'm also trying to, you know, be present with everybody. So I am writing a blog about it. But um, 
we, I guess, not that it wasn't drama, but we, we let it not be dramatic. It could have been, I guess, if we, if we, you know, didn't cave or whatever, but we just kind of, she asked for all this crazy amount of time to be exchanged. And honestly, like we're not going anywhere. She's got a couple of um, vacations planned. So we just kind of let her have it. And I mean, it kind of fucks with our schedule a little bit, but I mean, it's not, it's not really a big deal. So, but again, this was the first year there was no fighting. There was no um, miscommunication. It was set in stone and it just worked itself out. So <clears throat> I'll take that as a win. If you had a win, I want to hear about it. I want to hear if you had a good year as far as co-parenting. Okay, so moving on. I thought I would share some of my um, between Christmas and New Year's little hacks. They might be obvious to you guys. Um, I started doing this a couple of years ago. Um... I think even last year I didn't do very good on it. But anyway, it's just my hacks to kind of pass the time and to help me. I know I'm, as much as I love to declutter, I also love to clutter. So I'm my own worst enemy. So these are just like some of the things that I do between, um, for that week, that weird random week between Christmas and New Year's where, you know, you can be kind of productive in a little bit of a way. Um, I don't go hard. I make sure I'm also resting as well and kind of spending time with the kids and my hubby and what have you. Um, but this year, I think I have like three days. Yeah, three days. I started yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Um, I started doing my declutter. I go room to room. My Bonus daughter has been really good um, at keeping her space a little decluttered, which is nice. Like she's just at that age where she doesn't, she wants to be able to have her room be her space. Um, so she, she wants to get rid of stuff all the time, which is really, really awesome too. Um, my son, however, is just in that phase where he, he keeps everything. He keeps garbage. He keeps crumpled up chocolate paper, tin foil. He keeps holy shit, like I just find papers and papers and papers and papers and crayons and everything stuffed in things. And I'm trying so hard. Like I've always kept him pretty organized and I've always made sure that he's like involved with that, but it's so easy to just like let things go. And then it just gets crazy. And you know, the, the control freak part of me just does it for him. But I'm realizing over time now, like, no, we need to all be involved in this. He needs to be involved so that he knows like around Christmas time, even for himself when he's older, you know, like you have to make room for stuff. And, you know, we don't have the biggest house in the world. Like it's not bad, but it also like, we can't keep a whole lot of stuff together. Right. So we went through his room um, I've been wanting a bit of a change in our basement anyway. So they have half a playroom in the basement. And then the other half is like, you know, the couch, the TV, the video games, um, what have you. There's also a little art desk down there that they have. Um, but over the last few years, like, I'm like, man, they're not playing with any other stuff. And I just, I'm a firm believer. They're not playing with their stuff because it's just packed away and all this like random disorganization and they aren't able to see it. And I just think it's almost overstimulation because there's just way too many things. Um, so this year, starting yesterday, we, my son and I, my bonus daughter's gone. So it's just on my son, the poor guy. But we went through the basement. 
We grab the organ organizational shelves that we keep down there. We moved them up to his room. We got rid of his, you know, other bin just because, I mean, he had a bin, but it's like, he's like digging through it. He's trying to go through all, you know, all the stuff in the bottom. There was no rhyme or reason to it. It was just kind of all piled into this, this bin, which I hated. So this way I have it. So he's got, you know, I think he's got like 10 different shelves and it's under his bed. So he, he has a loft bed. So it's like a bunk bed, but he doesn't have a, anything underneath. It's just kind of room to store your toys and what have you. So he's got that now. And now he's got a different section for each kind of, you know, he's got his Nerf guns and his bullets. And then he's got like his costumes and then he's got his cars and his army guys and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we were able to do that. We did that within, I think a couple hours we did it. And then I told him, you know, obviously we would leave it at that. And then tomorrow, which is today, we went through the basement. He went through a bunch of his toys. I said, you know, I'm happy to, for you to keep some, but you have to be mindful of like where it fits and if you have room for it. So like go through it thoroughly and just go for it. So he did that today. It turned out really well. Um, I'm hoping to use that half, the other half of the basement as more of like a, I've been wanting to really get into studio photography in a way like I've been doing just kind of outdoor stuff with all the, you know, COVID restrictions and it, you know, it's nice out, but during the winter, it's like, I still crave, you know, doing babies and portraits and, you know, boudoir and things like that. And then it's just like, no one's going to fucking do that in the cold. So I had a friend recently just be like, just do it. Just use your basement and just do it. So that's the plan. So I'm slowly kind of moving things around, kind of getting rid of some things. I'm even going through things in storage that we've kept for, you know, if we end up having another baby, but there's just, we have so much stuff like that a lot of things can still just go. So we've been doing a lot of donating. I've been doing a lot of marketplace. My fucking phone's been going off the whole time I've been sitting here of just like, is it still available? Um, and just, you know, like there's some things I can make a little money on, on the side too. Like nothing crazy again, that's used. So, you know, it's like 15 bucks here or there. And, um, I'm just going to put that money away for, I've been really wanting, um, to get some new furniture up in the living room. And I figure that can go in a little fun there for that. Um, so that's great. Um, we are such a hoardy, hoardy family. I can't even get over it. I never thought I'd see the day. I always thought I wasn't one, but the more I go through our shit, the more I realize we're hoarders. It's disgusting. So I, 2022, I don't do, um, oh my God, what do you call them? Uh, resolutions. I don't do resolutions, but honest to God, like I need to start having more. Well, I need to start having less, less things in my house so that I, I just feel, I just feel like, like our kids, us, we'll just have a better mindset if we do. Cause it's just like everywhere you look, you're just walking through fucking Lego furniture, um, stuff that people have just given to us. Cause we just accept it. Like it's okay to say no. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, we started out room by room. I've now moved myself down into the basement. I've done my room, which is lovely. Um, and then I did a big, um, donation <coughs> to value village today, um, which was really awesome too. So there's lots of things that I, you know, I feel like, Oh, we could get a few bucks off of, but most of the stuff we just donate because I just feel like, 
you know, others can use it better than, better than we can. So, um, another thing that we do is again, I haven't cooked all week. We, if you're anything like me, I think I posted something on our Instagram stories, um, yesterday about it, but it's like what the inside of your fridge looks like after the Christmas holidays. Again, I didn't cook at all. <coughs> My birthday is on Christmas. Um, I'd say for the first five years, I always cooked a turkey dinner and I just think it's bullshit that I have to do it on my birthday. So I came to the conclusion that we always have a Christmas dinner at my in-laws. It's always, you know, turkey, stuffing, potatoes, veggies, homemade buns, you name it. Like we have all that stuff then. And that's always like a couple days before Christmas. So that on Christmas, on my birthday, we've all agreed to just do Chinese food. It's open. It's delicious. And we never order Chinese food the rest of the year. It's always just on Christmas. So that's kind of just been our special thing. That being said, we got a bunch of leftovers given to us by my in-laws. So turkey, buns, you name it. And then we have all this Chinese food left over too. So we have just been living on pulling stuff out of the fridge and digging into it and going from there because we've just been doing that. So my goal is to just have everything eaten. I will then venture out into the world of real life and go to the grocery store, which I haven't had to do yet, which is awesome. So I think tomorrow or the next day, I should have to actually venture out and go to the store and actually buy us some things that are going to be sustainable. Um, so that's also what we do. Just get rid of everything in your fridge, start from scratch. When I do that, I usually give it a good, good little wipeout, and then I'm set for the new year. Um, cause if your family's anything like mine, they're pigs and man, there's shit everywhere in that fridge. I tell you, and no one, no one did it. No one fesses up to it and no one cleans it. So again, that's just also something that I've <coughs> started making my kids doing as well as just going in. Oh, you see that down there? Yep. That can be wiped up. You wipe that up. So that was something I guess something I'll get done in the next few days. But again, just living on leftovers and not having to cook. I mean, that's right up my alley. All right. So this may, <laughs> this may ruffle some feathers, I think. But, and it might also be a little bit grinchy. I took down my fucking tree today. It's the 29th. I took down my tree. It brings me joy. It does. I love looking at it. I love having it up. But again, when you're in a house that's a little bit on the smaller side, it starts to annoy me. Um, so today I decided to take it down. I took everything down. I vacuumed. There's needles everywhere. I was just over it. Um, I wanted my living room back. So I took that down. Um, I took down all the, the Christmas decorations. And honestly... Man, I am such a freak, but there's nothing that brings me more joy than just like putting my house back together. I almost get as much joy as I do when I bring the Christmas stuff out. When I'm like, oh, look at our house, look at all the lights and look at all the little ornaments and decorations and this and that. I get the same satisfaction out of taking that shit down. I don't know. It's fucked up. I can last a month. That's it. Like I'm done. I want it gone. So that was something I did today that also made me feel productive and feel like I was putting my life back together a little bit. So that was really, really nice. Another thing that I will be doing here as soon as I can get my, oh, actually I do have one, um, is just staying on top of our calendar. 
Um, again, if you're anything like me, you, I don't know. I just like, man, this week is so weird. You're in limbo. Nothing's regular. Um, my week's been insanely weird. I've been off this whole time. It's been kind of just like, we don't know what we're doing. Um, but January, I know, like we have a lot of things planned. There's appointments, um, there's play dates, there's things happening within our homeschool group and what have you. So staying on top of our calendar is something that I I'm going to be doing, I think tomorrow here, um, just to get myself back on track to know what's coming up. Um, especially right now with, um, our schedule change with my bonus daughter. I mean, my spouse has it in his head, but I have no fucking idea. So that needs to get on the calendar. That's the only way. Like, again, I always say if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. So it's going back on the calendar. Um, again, I'm usually the one doing pickup drop off, um, and trying to just stay on top of things. <coughs> my spouse, bless his heart. He means well, but he, he can't remember. So staying on top of our calendar is another thing. January is also when I schedule everybody's appointments, dentist, orthodontist, if need be, eyes, etc. Um, and usually, ah, actually this year, I don't think we'll need a haircut in January. It'll probably be around February, but January is kind of when I make sure I schedule everybody in. My brain just works better that way. Um, I always just know that January is the month that I just like get shit done and make sure it's just done because I'm more motivated in January than I am any other year. And I'm more likely to remember. So I always go ahead and I schedule everybody's appointments, um, for the month of January. I try to clump them all together, but it kind of sucks. I kind of find that everyone kind of hates that. So I spread them out throughout the month and make it work and go from there and just make sure that they're on the calendar. So that is also just something that, I find is really important to do within this weird limbo week of not knowing what the hell's going on kind of thing. Um, also, again, I know we've talked a lot about transition day and how that affects the kids, how that affects my bonus daughter. Definitely, I think it goes under the radar too of how it uh, officially affects my son as well. But I find it really affects me and my spouse too. But as soon as I started this podcast and started like really diving into my feelings, which again, I just, I just love the fact that I can, I can do this and that it, it, it might also help other, other people too. But I realized how anxious I do get on transition day. And usually before transition day, like I like to mentally prepare myself for the upcoming week or two weeks or whatever it's going to be. Um, and it's not much, like it's just knowing in my head, like, okay, I know this week is going to be a little bit tougher because transition is hard for her. Therefore it is hard for the rest of us as well. So I'm going to be, need to be in my right headspace. You know, whether I take a bath the night before that's helpful, whether I wake up extra early that day, just to have some time to myself to kind of reflect and just kind of prepare my own head. Um, but again, that all falls back to that calendar. Like I need to know when that's going to be happening, especially in January, especially with everything <coughs> getting a little bit crazy with the schedule change and everything. So, um, that to me is very important. So that'll be going on the calendar as well. Um, again, I did say that I don't, I don't do resolutions, but I do 
of like reevaluate myself, if that makes any sense to anybody. Um, I reevaluate my goals. Um, I have a little journal that I usually use, which is been great. I'm not super consistent with it. I wish I was better at it. But even if I just write down a sentence, it works for me. But I like to kind of reevaluate what my goals are. And did I meet them? Did I not meet them? Or did they change? So I think my goals have always been super like career focused or like, I want to say I've done this or I want to be able to make this much money or I want to do this or I want to do that. But I'm realizing that, fuck man, time flies by so fast. I literally can't believe I'm about to have a 13 year old and pretty soon, not long after that, a nine year old. And I'm just like, oh my God, things are just going by way too fast. And I just feel like prioritizing time with my family is just going to be the best thing that I could do this year. And yes, I know like shit's going to happen. I have the rest of my life to clean the house or, you know, to make sure things are in order or to, you know, complete a goal or make sure I've got, you know, enough food in the fridge and this and that. But like, I just feel like being a little more present wouldn't, wouldn't hurt me in the very least. Um, and it would just do nothing but um, improve my relationship with my kids in a small little way. Um, I'm not sure if anybody listens to Jenna Kutcher, the gold digger podcast, but I listen to her very often. She is an absolute genius when it comes to, um, business and marketing and her, what she always says, she says it all the time is time is your currency. And, you know, sometimes you think that's a little bit cheesy, but again, it hasn't even made it's made more sense to me in the last six months than it ever has in the whole time I've been listening to her. Time is our currency. Um, So that's something I'm really hoping to kind of um, focus more on for bringing in an income, but also being able to like spend the most time with my loved ones and doing the things that I love. Um, Another thing I really want to focus on more is moving my body Um, I do have a small, um, pet services business. So I do get a lot of exercise, but in a lot of ways, I want to move my body in different ways. I want to be able to do like yoga is just, has become just an amazing thing for me. Um, it moves my body in different ways instead of just repetitive walking and cardio. I like stretching. I like some of the movement that they have. I like a lot of the stillness. I like what it does for my mind. So, um, that'll be something that I, I'm trying to incorporate more as well. And my last thing is to create more adventures, um, solo and with company, whether it's friends, whether it's my kids and my spouse, Um, or it's just me. I actually got something that's been on my bucket list for a really long time. I got snowshoes for Christmas and I'm so, so, so excited because we have in a small town, not too far away from us of Bread Creek. They've got some amazing trails there and I am not at all spooked to go solo on a little trek there. So, um, that'll be another way that I move my body, but also in just like the most beautiful atmosphere that you could possibly ask for. I love Bragg Creek. I love where we live. Um, I love that we're so close to the mountains and I honestly, I love the mountains in wintertime, but like having these snowshoes are going to make things so much more accessible for me. So I'm really, really excited for that. So 
again, just reevaluating myself. I'm not putting any pressure on myself, but I think what I will do, and I'm going to say this courtesy and thank you to Amanda for even putting this in my head. She's been telling me I should do this for a really long time. And honestly, I think I'm just, I'm finally going to do it here this year is make my vision board so that I can remember every time I sit down when I'm working at my desk, these are the things that are important to me. So I can remind myself when I'm, I'm going a little bit manic, or a little bit crazy, or just prioritizing things in a really fucked up way. I'm going to remember what, what it's all about, what life's all about. Um, and last but not least, the dreaded finances. Fuck man. Um, we were always pretty good at staying on budget with a lot of things, but this year, this year was a little bit different. Um, I'm not sure if any, I guess I haven't really mentioned it at all, but my, my spouse has been laid off. Um, he's been laid off for just over a month, a month and a half, I guess, um, because of the vaccine mandate, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, well, fortunately, we've prepared ourselves for such a situation that we're okay financially. We are okay. Um, but we also didn't want to go crazy overboard for Christmas. So I think, I think, I think we did pretty good. Like we didn't go crazy, um, with the kids. We kept things pretty like, you know, pretty easy, um, functional, um, again, we always do books with the kids, of course, for Christmas, like they, they always get books, books, books for Christmas, um, functional. And then also just like kind of a special treat, which was really nice. Um, so this year we're, I mean, especially January, we're just trying to figure out like what we're going to do, what are, you know, what the next course is. I really want my husband to take his time to think about what he really wants to do, what really makes him happy. And, um, what's going to make sense for us and the family, but more importantly, just for his happiness, because he's been miserable at his previous job for the longest time. And I mean, this was just kind of the last straw anyway. So we were on a bit, a bit of a tight budget, but one thing we always have done is we talk about our finances. He's way better at talking about it than I am. I always feel like immense pressure or like, oh shit, I spent things wrong here or whatever. Like, but I feel like over time, like, let's see, we've been together eight and a half years. Like we have gotten so good at just talking about it and it not causing an issue. Like we're on the same page with stuff. You know, we have, we both had the odd time where we're like, hey, I spent money on this like stupid thing here, but, um, which is fine. Like we all have the right to kind of, you know, spend, spend some money on something that you think that you need, but, um, we're just really good at talking about it. And I'm much more of like, we need to buy it and we need to buy it now. And I'm very impulsive where he's like, Hey, sit back, think about it. We can wait. You know, it's not necessary where I'm like, change, change. We need it now. We need it now. So, um, he's really good at leveling me out and I'm really good at kind of like getting him to take some risks a little bit here. Um, but we sit down, we talk money. We just sat down today and we kind of did like an overview, like where we're at, where we need to be, what our next step is, um, for next week, what still needs to be paid. Like, please don't be afraid to talk to your spouse about this stuff. Cause again, I know we say it and I know I heard it all the time as a child growing up. Um, but like, it's like the number one reason for divorce, you guys, like I, I can't even believe it. But now that I'm you know, like I'm in my thirties, 
We're at this point in our lives where it's like, we need to fucking talk about it. It can't be a secret. One person shouldn't just deal with it. Like I think everybody needs to be in the know. Um, and my main red flag was when I was younger, my uncle actually, my great uncle had committed suicide. He committed suicide and it was a shock to everyone, but it was a shock to everyone because he was in so much debt and was doing so poorly, unfortunately with his finances that he felt there was no other way out, but to leave this earth, he left my great aunt and she knew nothing about any finances, what needed to be done, what needed to be paid. Um, she just had no idea about anything and how to get it done or where to even find any of her finances. Like where are, where was the money? So that to me, like my dad, I remember my dad telling me, like I was probably 13 or 14, but I remember him telling me like, this is why you talk to your, you know, you talk to your partner, you talk to your spouse. Cause she was completely lost after he died. And, um, I don't know. It was just, it was just something that'll stick in my head forever. And I wasn't too good at it with my past relationship with my ex, but I find, I don't know, obviously we're just a better match being my spouse. Now we, we talk about it. We sort things out. We figure it out together. We always have a plan. We always have a backup plan. And then we always have a backup backup plan too. (laughs) So, and then we just prioritize like what, what things need, what we need, what we don't need, what our wants are. And yeah, so it's just something I like to get back on track. I like to get back on track with our visas. Um, any credit cards that you might have, like, okay, like this is the season now where we're going to work on putting that stuff back. Hopefully you didn't even have to use any of your credit this year for Christmas. We had to use it on a few things, nothing major. Again, we kept things pretty simple, but I think it's a really good time to just kind of get back on track figure out what needs to be done. Be honest with your, with your spouse about it. Hopefully they're honest back with you and then you can move forward to, um, square things away if need be. But those are the things that I am making sure I'm kind of concentrating on with this weird week. Um, I've actually had some amazing time being able to play with my kids and their new toys and spend some time in their you know, new rooms and we've watched some movies together. We've snuggled. We're putting our book list together for what we're going to be reading here in the coming weeks, which is so awesome. I love that my kids are such avid readers. So that's been lovely too. And, um, now that I think as starting tomorrow, we're out of the really, really cold snap that we've had. Again, this was mainly, this was mainly put together because I, I I'm so bad at just sitting still. It's been so cold that we haven't been able to go outside. So I'm really looking forward to just squaring these last few things away that I've talked about today. And then we're going to be doing a lot of outdoor skating. We're going to be going to some trails. We're going to be going out to the mountains and like really, really enjoying the outdoors um, a little bit more because we just haven't been able to, like I said. So I hope this was really helpful for you guys as Um, sometimes it's just obvious, but sometimes it's just nice to hear it from somebody else. Um, so it kind of gives you a little bit more motivation. I know I'm that way. Um, to be quite honest, like I, I, sometimes it just takes someone saying something on a podcast or on the radio or whatever it is. Um, sometimes it just takes listening to somebody else saying it for me to even, like taken into consideration. So again, I hope you guys have all had some amazing holidays. And if you still have some time off, I'm jealous. Um, I'm so 
happy that you were able to spend some time with your family. And again, I'd love to hear how things went. Maybe things were different this year. Maybe things were shit. I don't know. You can still vent to me. That's okay too. Um, but again, feel free to give us a message on Instagram. Or like I said, you can go to our website at anothermotherpodcast.ca and just fill out the form and just, yeah, feel free to go off. Tell me, tell me how your Christmas went. So thank you again for listening to Another Mother Podcast and being a part of the community. And just remember that no matter how unique your situation, you're not alone. To be a part of the show, make an episode topic suggestion, or to share your story, please email info at anothermotherpodcast.ca and make sure to follow Another Mother Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And leave us a rating on your preferred podcast app if you enjoyed the show. Bye, guys. Thank you.